Hello and welcome to PathPod. This is our next episode of Beyond the Scope. Today our host, Dr. Kamran Mirza of Loyola University, speaks with Dr. Marilyn Bowie and Dr. Leonie Schoen about art in pathology. Dr. Bowie is professor, senior member, scientific director, fellowship director, and medical staff president at Moffitt Cancer Center, and Dr. Leonie Schoen is a first-year resident in Germany. We'll hear their conversation about how art is the great connector between us and our patients, each other, and about how art and pathology brings our shared artistic vision to a different platform. We'll also hear about Dr. Bowie's book, The Healing Art of Pathology, and we'll hear about Dr. Schoen's histology watercolors that she creates for lamellapodium-art.com. Now here's your host, Dr. Mirza. Welcome to this episode of Beyond the Scope, where we will be discussing art and pathology. My name is Kamran Mirza, and today I am very honored to announce our guests, Dr. Marilyn Bowie and Dr. Leonie Schoen. Dr. Marilyn Bowie is professor and senior member, a scientific director, fellowship director, and medical staff president at Moffitt Cancer Center. She has leadership roles in the College of American Pathologists, Digital Pathology Association, American Society of Cytopathology, and is the Vice President of the Florida Society of Pathologists. In addition to 180 peer-reviewed publications, Dr. Bowie is the co-author of The Healing Art of Pathology by CAP Press and Atlas of Soft Tissue and Bone Pathology by Demos Medical. She's also co-authored a new book, Modern Techniques in Cytopathology in 2020. Dr. Bui has been recognized by The Pathologist magazine as one of its inaugural top 100 power list in 2015, which celebrates the exceptional achievements of those who have really had an impact on the field. She was also recognized by the same magazine in the power list in 2018 and 2019. She received the College of American Pathologists Distinguished Patient Care Award in 2019. Dr. Leonie Schoen is a pathology resident, PGY1 in Germany, she paints everything histopathology in watercolors, and she is the founder, creative director, and owner of Lamelli Podium Art. You can find her at lamellipodium-art.com slash welcome. You can also find her on Twitter and Instagram. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure and uh, nice you. meeting you, Leonie. Thank you so much for having me and Dr. Bui on. Really pleasure. This is so special for me, and I'll tell you why. So let me give our listeners an introduction. So for a couple of years, we have at Loyola Pathology have been doing a pathology art exhibition. And the reason I started that on a very small level was because I found that pathologists in general are very art-loving, art-philic, so to speak. Uh, and I think that we're all very creative people. And so the gift we give or the prizes we give, Dr. Bui, are actually your book. We purchased The Healing Art of Pathology and that oh. is the prize that we give to our you know the people who have won you know in all categories and so that's my first connection with you Dr. Bui before I even knew you that uh. is how I got introduced to you and mm -hmm. for you Leonie I was just showing Leonie before we started recording that I have purchased almost like all of these 
cards and these beautiful, beautiful cards that she makes on the Melipodium art. And, you know, I give them as thank you notes. I give them as inspiration notes. And I basically her art is in my office right now, right? Across the globe, we've never met in person. But, you know, there is this communication that we have, like all three of us have been connected by the beautiful art and art-related work that you have both done. And I thought it would be such an amazing opportunity to talk to both of you. So I'm very grateful that you're on. And I would love to talk about the connection between pathology and art. So Dr. Bowie, if I may start with you, this book, The Healing Art of Pathology, it is a beautiful wonder. There's so many things about it that, you know, I know the story of your inspiration and I know some of our listeners may know it, but can you tell us in your own words about the inspiration of the sarcoma patient, your work with an artist, and how did this come together? Thank you. Sure. We'll first start quoting a Dr. Wayman Spencer, who has the Healing Art Pathology book, has the best American artist looking at medicine today. I want to start it just to show the connection between art and the medicine first. So that's from a broader sense. So the quote is, most healthcare professionals are surprised to learn that the field of art and the field of medicine historically share the same patron, St. Luke. Anyone who understands both fields intuitively knows that they're sharing a certain curiosity, a desire to change reality, and a mission to lighten our burdens of life. So I, perfect, well said. So I always loved art and uh, admired art from distance. Until one day, as a practicing pathologist, I got connected with my patient, Mr. Ray Paul, who is a sarcoma patient and artist. Art means something much deeper and powerful to me. So through the connection of a, a medical oncologist resident who is a neighbor of Ray Paul, and Ray wanted to come to my office to look at his mix of fibrosarcoma. He wants to stare the devils in the eye. He wants to know what he's fighting. And also he participated in the immunotherapy called dendritic cell. He wants to find out what the dendritic cells look like. He wants to find all the soldiers, the lymphocytes, if they are awake, if they're fighting against his tumor cells. So we talked about his pathology and the heat that resonates with him because this is the third time his pathology slides come to my desk. I diagnosed the first two. This is the third one as a metastatic, but I never connected with him. So it was just a sarcoma case. But now I understand there is a patient behind this case. There is somebody right now is really depressed at the lowest point of his life, but this connection and this desire to get out of this rabbit hole, to live life like a, a human, like a creative artist, this strong desire really inspires me. So we share the digital image of his mixofibrosarcoma. He embarked on this big project called My Sarcoma. He just put his heart and soul making this and in his mind and body and soul fighting this cancer. Now he's in remission and now we are partner talking about this experience. So he inspired the making of this art book. And this, then we thought that this is such a, a great message that pathologists will be seen 
under the light of connecting with patient. We will talk about our role in patient care. So under the book, The Healing Art of Pathology book, it was published by the CAP Publications in 2016 and the, uh, the royalty for the co-authors, which is my partner, Dr. Uh, Catherine Galligan, we donate to the CAP Foundation, which you're one of the board member and CAP Foundation just does wonderful things. So this in this circle of life, we all connected, we all inspire each other, very much like on the uh, cover of this page made by uh, Dr. Mary Lakeman, who is an artist, practicing pathologist, also a breast cancer patient. So she's explaining in this artwork, transformation, adaptivity, and that's just, it's so important in the uh, well-being uh, of our life. So thank you um, for asking this question. This is so wonderful. So our listeners can't see us, right? But Leonie and I were cheering you on when you were describing this story. We were both so inspired because this is so wonderful, right? Because at the end of the day, as pathologists, the ability to connect with our patients. And it's such a moving story. I love how you describe it with, he wanted to see the soldiers. He wanted to see, you know, stare the devil in the eye because we see this all the time. And actually this is a great segue, right? For me to move over to Leonie because many times, for example, when we're describing tumors or cells, we say things like they're ugly or they're beautiful, right? And we describe these things with adjectives that our patients may not even understand. And sometimes we have to be careful, right? Because we don't want them to feel hurt or upset that, you know, we're calling something beautiful, which is actually a horrible, horrible sarcoma. But we're only talking about the the actual, you know, attributes of the cellular morphology, for example, which we know can actually be very, very beautiful. And I think, Leonie, what you have done with Lamellipodium art is really tap into that because I think that you are probably one of the most successful social media-based artists. I'm so inspired by you. I'm obviously, I'm waiting for your new series in Heme Path, which I've already mentioned to you. So tell me what inspired you? So um, the same as Dr. Bui, I was always um, in love and interested in art from a young age on. I was taking um, art classes at the local artist um, and took part in exhibitions and it was really something I did a lot as a, um, when I went to school. So, but I also always uh, loved science. So, um, uh, I really enjoyed biology and especially medicine, which is probably due to that. My father is a physician; he's on family medicine now. So, I always had these these two things in mind. And um, so, when I uh, when I graduated, I was thinking maybe art, maybe medicine. And I got into med school and I I just went with it. <laughs> so always thinking I keep painting up as a hobby. And I think we all know that hobbies in med school are <laughs> a bit uh, hard to keep up. Um, so I always kept on painting and I was really um, always looking for this connection. I, I remember... Um, looking at histology slides, thinking, oh, I should paint that. I was, I remember looking at pathology slides in the course of, oh, I really want to paint that, but I never really um, had, like, the time. And then in, um, after I graduated, I wanted to take some time off and travel, but then the pandemic hit. <laughs> so I um, 
I really had some time on hand and I had all this inspiration in my heart that I ha- um, I got a lot from actually social media looking at um, like the path art hashtag. There are a lot of amazing pictures um, that are being shared under that hashtag and I had all this inspiration in my head and I think it's just bursted out of it. So um, I um, started with some smaller series on um, dermatopathology actually and some histological saints and went full in on like this 100 days project where I painted one painting for 100 days which showed either a pathology or a histology and I just uh, kept on with it. Uh, what really inspired me while doing this was the community when I was sharing my art online and I found so many amazing people like all of half Twitter and uh, also on Instagram, so many people that were like, I I see the same beauty as you see in these slides and I can see where your inspiration is coming from. It was such a pleasure to share um, what I, what this beauty I see to share with other people who see the same beauty every day in their work life or when they're teaching. So this is also like a really um, great part of the inspiration I had with this journey, which is now going on for about a year. So, <laughs> yeah. so you know, I never thought, I mean, I, and I don't even want to dare to say it, but I never thought that I would be saying thank you to the pandemic for anything. But <laughs> maybe, maybe I can say thank you to this pandemic because it allowed you the time, right? And the mental space to put all of this stuff together, like you said, like almost like an explosion of artistic creation uh, and your ability to connect with, you know, social media pathology, whether it be Instagram or Twitter and, you know, the whole world, like really the path of Twitter world is so connected with you, right? We all know who you are now. We, many of us have material that you've made. And, and so I think that there's, you know, on my own part, for example, we started pathelective.com. You and I were talking about this a little bit earlier, and I think it wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for the pandemic. And so despite the fact that I don't want to give any credit to the pandemic for anything but i do think that you know it was a, a chance for a lot of people to pause uh, and they got a little bit more time to think creatively in a way that we haven't thought before and i am so grateful not to the pandemic but for you uh, for putting that creativity together so i think that this is wonderful you know, let, let's pivot now and think about how the art that we, you know, that you create or that we look at or that, you know, you know, artists can create can be a mechanism for, you know, almost burnout prevention. And Dr. Bui, you talk about this extensively. And, you know, in our episode, we'll have links to all of the amazing uh, things that you have actually done and put out there in media as well. But I wanted to kind of think about let's think about art in the setting of uh, burnout prevention. You know, how do you think it can help our patients and our uh, different physicians? So in in this book, I highlighted some of the artwork by physician. One of them is uh, Dr. Shala Masood. She was my fellowship residency program director, and she has very similar experience with Leone had art training and then went on medicine, but that uh, once you're an artist, you will always be an artist. Mm -hmm. So she interpreted some of her artwork. For example, there's this little child praying. So she said, uh, every time when I look at this painting, it reminds me how pathologists report with sad news can initiate a similar image of praying for a possible miracle. 
So now every patient matters to me. So I try to think about for mental, uh, for the wellness. Uh, there are a lot of diagrams out there. Some are in circular, but I really like this specific one is in the pyramid. Put the spiritual on the top mm -hmm. and then the professional, the intellectual, the environment and the physical and all that. So we all talk about if you connect with something bigger than your life, if your life's mission is to serve patients, to advance science, to educate the next generation pathologists, you have a lot more energy and power than you ever will imagine. So that's a drive. So now, for example, for us as academic pathologists, we do multiple things, patient care, publication, teaching, and uh, volunteer. People say, how do you choreograph, coordinate all that, right? 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 For individual like you, just look at you makes coffee nervous because <laughs> your productivity and activity is off the chart. But I can recognize you're the, exactly the same kind of person because those are your energy. Because the more you do, you get more energized, you get more recharged. So you're able to even do more. So the patient and what we're able to help the patient is the driver. For example, I line this all up as a bone soft tissue pathologist. If a patient coming in with a bone tumor and uh, they are doing a frozen section, right? So for general surgical pathologists, they may say blue round cell malignancy, stop right there. Right. But because we have deeper desire to better serve the patient and we're trained as cytopathologist, we'll do a touch prep. Mm -hmm. And then we can recognize, oh, this is a lymphoma. Right. Because of the lymphoglandular body, you can direct, the change the course, send it to flow cytometry, and the patient go to medical oncologist. You can even put a port when the patient is in the bed. Right. Done, right? Right. Then if you recognize it's you in sarcoma, and then you can do a touch prep, and then do a fish overnight, and then I even validated uh, uh, IHC, that whenever is EWSR1 fly one translocated, IHC will be positive. So that is in submission. So then we just speed up this urine sarcoma diagnosis. But without all this drive, the case will go through the process, take much longer, right? And the patient will be anxious, the surgeons and the medical oncologist all breathe over. So because of this drive, if the patient coming in Monday, we get them the diagnosis on, on Wednesday. And then I actually, then if the patient is a young patient has to go to old children's hospital, I will physically derive this case to be the navigator for this specific patient, go through my department to make sure this is sent to the old children so they can be discussed on their Friday tumor board and the patient getting the first dose of medicine on Friday. So that's the type of service I'm, I'm, I'm thriving to do. And so the patient may not even know me as a pathologist, right, right. but they have an insider in pathology department doing all this for them. 
Dr. Bui, I'm so inspired by that, right? I mean, you know, you've given talks about, you know, connecting the power of kind of art, medicine, and humanity. And I think that the way you've just described that is exactly, you know, a, a testament to that, you know, to those values. I think that we, I agree, if we, you know, we started the conversation with, with the wellness aspect, and many of my trainees or medical students, you know, don't understand the calmness I feel, even if I'm coming in the middle of the night to look at a blood smear. Because if I'm looking at a blood smear and I can see, you know, art in pathology is the language of diagnostics, right? We're looking at these patterns. We're looking at what this is. And that to us is the entire story, right? Yeah. We may not even know. We may not even know what the patient presented with, although it's good that we know, of course, because we have to put it in context. But if a cell has a certain feature or a nucleus has a certain feature or if the cytoplasm has a specific tint or if it has an hour rod, for example, that art right? That physiologic, morphologic beauty, right? In a way, is telling us the entire story. It's the language that we are reading. It is the alphabet that we are reading. And so I love that because in many ways, it does speak to the artist in me. And Leonie, it's funny that, you know, that you had mentioned. So I applied to two schools when I was growing up. I applied to an art school and to a medical school. And, <laughs> you know, and yeah, so this was, I grew up in Pakistan and, and, you know, and I applied to both schools. And I almost felt that, oh, you know, I'm not going to get into both of them. So whichever one I get into, I'll do because I was so torn mm -hmm. as an individual. So I was either going to become an architect through art school or become a physician. And then ultimately becoming a physician, it, it died naturally with the fact that, you know, becoming a pathologist is, is the next way to go. And so I love the shared kind of storyline that all three of us have in that sense, right? Because we can mm -hmm. see the power of you know, what we're looking at in front, like under the microscope. So Leonie, if I can shift gears back to you, what, so tell us a little bit about your process. I know that you've gone through like beautiful phases of like different types of histology, different types of lesions. So tell us your process. What do you do to kind of be inspired? And then when the next series comes out, and if you can tell us a little bit about how you're inspired now to do heme, that would be really great because I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I, in the beginning, it really got uh, really got started on um, what I saw sh what I saw you all sharing on Twitter. Like I was amazed that there are people out there who see the same beauty and were sharing all these half art pieces, and those really got me inspired in the beginning. But then I wanted to um, bring a little bit of consistency to my work, also because I wanted. Um, this sounds maybe a bit selfish, but I wanted to learn from this. Um, I really wanted, <laughs> I wanted to um, to get something up uh, of this for me. So I started to look at it uh, a bit more in the series, and uh, looking at one topic at a time. Um, and so my my inspiration process is a bit um, all over the place by now because I have a. Uh, a never-ending list of things that I would like to do. Mm -hmm. And um, also I got a million older and newer books of um, different uh, 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 specialties. Like I have a heme path book around, which I was flipping through the other day, and that really got me hooked on heme path. So I yes. started painting. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> As, sorry, it. It just comes and... It goes a bit by itself and what I want to learn. When I did this 100-day project, I really wanted to, I approached uh, like a top of like starting from from the head to kind of the toe. So I was going through 
the face, going through the gastrointestinal tract, and like having a bit of a covering it all aspect uh, to it because I wanted to show it all. Like I wanted to show that there's like beauty in every organ and also a bit and all these different pathologies wanted to showcase like a variety of those because I, um, I can't cover everything at the same time. So I wanted to do a bit of an overview, but um, now like um, going into this new year, I, really felt like um, kicking it off with something bright and colorful. Mm. And this is why I work the histolo- Histology Stain Series, which is my last project where I painted um, nine different stains uh, and on different tissues because I really wanted to um, rework that thought again that histology is so, so colorful and so beautiful and um, this is what inspired the first two years of the year. So That's wonderful. No, I love it. And, and, and it's definitely going to be very successful. I can see the traction already. So if I can stick with you, Leonie, tell me about how do you balance it? How do you balance being a trainee and then running your business? It must be very, very hard. Thanks to the pandemic, I would like to say again, <laughs> uh, I am working uh, right now a half position. So I'm working 50% um, as a resident. And 50%, I am working my uh, my art and my business. So um, it still has gotten a bit uh, 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 tricky since I started in October because there's just so much to learn in pathology, as you know, especially I think this first year, it's just um, overboarding with information, new things to learn. I'm currently... Um, learning uh, I'm on the grassing service actually every day and mm-hmm. I'm learning so much and it's so new <laughs> and um, right. yeah so um, that's uh, um, what I really needed to learn for me is that I had to um, batch some organization tasks like um, right. uh, I used to package an order every day and now I package twice a week and do them all at once. Um, I used, to, I, I, as you might know, when you're working with social media, it's a lot of work to take all the photographs, right. like the captions and right. everything. And make them look um, pretty, right? Because they're pretty in person, yeah. but that doesn't mean that if you don't take a good picture, they won't look nice on social media. And you do a really great job of that too. Yeah, it's all a learning curve. It is. So, um, right. But it's really important when you do, when you put so much effort into your artwork, you really want it to shine. This is the same with your, um, with the pictures you you take from your um, from your cases. You you don't you want them to be precise. You want them to be good because you want to showcase um, them to others. So you really have to put in that work, and that's what I do. But I needed to learn that, and now I I do them all at once, uh, twice a week, and write the captions at once, so that I uh, don't like do a bit here and a bit there, but I get in. To like uh, a zone and a bit of concentration zone that I can do these in batches and also have time to to study um, and especially to paint. Yeah. Absolutely, you know this is very very inspiring. I think that 
you know, all of our listeners most likely are already aware of these things, but I want to make sure that they are aware of both links. We will put them in our all of our social media posts. The link to the Healing Art of Pathology book, uh, you know, the uh, you know, as we know, Dr. Bui and her colleagues uh, very very generously uh, donate towards the CAP Foundation. We will put a link towards the CAP Foundation as well, the philanthropic arm of the CAP. I'm obviously one of the people uh, on board, and so the, and there's no conflict of interest in the sense that it's a great thing. You should kind of just look at it and, you know, and be inspired by what the CAP Foundation is doing. We will also put a link for Lamelli Podium Art, which, you know, I fully support. And I think that everyone who is a pathologist or even not a pathologist should support because there is beauty in art. And I think that what I have been able to kind of understand is that we are all visual people, it seems. And we have this shared curiosity. I loved your quote, Dr. Bowie. There's a shared curiosity uh, in this. And Leonie, the way you mentioned that the, when you draw or when you paint, you are learning more about the cells too. It's similar to teaching. You know, I always say that when we teach, for example, a lecture, we learn more about the pathophysiology. Sometimes while I'm teaching, I understand things that I've never understood before. I'm like, oh my God, I finally understand this pathophysiology. And perhaps in your, you know, your medium is art and perhaps while you're drawing it or you're, you know, you will always remember the morphology of what something looks like. Right. And so we could, you know, our trainees in pathology and obviously anyone who wants to understand pathophysiology of disease within healthcare can now you can kind of look at what we do from an artistic perspective. Right. From that ability of looking at what the cells are and what they're doing in the body. So I'm I'm so inspired by both of you, and I want to kind of uh, have you guys lead us out by giving us a one or two minute summary of basically your experience with art and pathology. How you know, for example, from you know patients in interacting with pathologists, like in Dr. Bui's story, to uh, an amazing pathology trainee balancing her time between a business and her work. Uh, you know, give us a summary. What does art and pathology mean to you? I'll start with you, Dr. Bui. So I think art and pathology are naturally connected. And uh, not only uh, we discover the deeper beauty uh, of art, the beauty of pathology, and also the secret of the science and the power science can do to enlighten the burden of life. And at the same time, and it's really great exercise for me to be involved with the CAP Publications Committee. Thank you for them. My co-editor, Dr. Catherine Gallagher, and also wonderful people like the patient Ray Paul, and especially the special friend, Dr. Jacob Scott, now is at the Cleveland, the successful radiation oncologist connected the first time, and the many, many other people in this book, like Jared Gardner wrote this beautiful essay on how angiosarcoma and Facebook changed my life. And Dr. Uh, Herbeck, who is no longer with us, but his words is so powerful and his legacy is just so evident uh, in this book. So I want this book to be the legacy of pathologists to continue as a source of uh, inspiration to all that is connected by art and pathology. Thank you. Beautifully said, Dr. Bui. Leonie? So for me, being an artist means that 
I show the beauty that I see every day and around me and in my special position as a pathologist in training um, that I can showcase this to the world and share my inspiration um, that I have from it every day with all the people in the field and medical students who maybe want to be a pathologist or don't know it yet, but I want to show them that there's a, a certain kind and a special beauty in it and really want to acknowledge uh, that there's beauty even in pain and in pathology. And this is really kind of my mission that I want to show this with the world and also show the world that we, um, we as pathologists are all really, like like you just said, creative and really um, visual people who um, work in a really interesting part of medicine and I want to show that to the world. I love it. Thank you both wow. so much. I think mm -hmm. that, you know, as pathologists, we are privileged to be able to interpret the art of the human body, to mm -hmm. see it in, in its healthy form, to see it in its unhealthy form. Uh, and we have an honor and opportunity to express this in multiple different ways to our patients directly, uh, to our patient facing colleagues in, in the way we write diagnosis. And in many ways, the way both of you are doing to present it at, as art to the whole world. So I thank you very much for all of what you are doing. I'm constantly inspired by you both and I wish you the very best for the next chapter in your artistic journey. Support for the Free Path Pod podcast comes from listeners who like it and share it with their friends. So go ahead, send someone the link. And be sure to subscribe to PathPod wherever you download your podcasts. PathPod is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is not medical advice. As always on the podcast, any views expressed are solely those of the person speaking and do not necessarily represent their employers, their affiliated institutions, affiliated professional organizations, other speakers on the program, their friends, their families, their pets, or anyone involved in the production and distribution of this podcast. Thanks for listening to PathPod. Pod.